0: Hey, guys, I'm Eric McLane.
1: And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into the Gramlich and McLean podcast presented by Ingles, the official supermarket of Gramlich and McLean. It is time to get back into our ACC under-review episodes for a Boston College episode, Mac. And we have a really, really fun guest. I'm excited to talk with him. But we also are in a unique situation with this BC episode because Jeff Halfley just decided to leave last week. And as we're recording this, we waited as long as we could. We're recording this Tuesday afternoon. And we don't technically know who the head coach is yet, Mac.
0: We do not know that. And I was hoping, like you said, we We were pushing this thing off a little bit. We were trying – uh, to make it happen, but hey, we got to keep going. All right, this train ain't stopping for nobody. Uh, but we can speculate because it does sound uh, like Bill O'Brien is going to be the guy. It sounds like something maybe officially mm-hmm. will happen uh, here in a couple of days. And and quite honestly, KG, what I expect is as soon as we hit stop to to end this recording, breaking news is going to come over my computer, and we're gonna be like, oh, let's uh, do it again. Uh, so so that's kind of where we are. But again, expect it, it to be Bill O'Brien. As KG mentioned, uh, we have Will Blackman coming on. You Boston College guys remember him. He was a stud uh, for BC, played defensive back, played everywhere uh, for Boston College, Uh, was a stud in the NFL, played in the Senior Bowl. We have some Senior Bowl stories that just concluded uh, last week. So that was a lot of fun. And, you know, kind of interesting story. Will and I met via the XFL 3,000 miles across the country in Seattle. And uh, it it was so funny. You know, I was on the field walking around kind of doing my prep. Uh, And and then he just comes up to me out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's up, man? And we talk and connect, and it really just kind of went back and forth with each other. So I saw him being super vocal and adamant about the position and said, let's bring him on. We got to talk and uh, have some great conversations. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, Before we jump to that interview, KG, uh, two things I want to do. Number one, I want to tell you a story about Ingles, and here's the deal. You know, we, we we just, you and I feel like have been so busy lately. We're trying to cram in podcasts. We're trying to get our schedules. You much busier than I. Uh, and, and I also am trying to c- cram in some cooking, okay? Because you guys know that's my heart Ooh. and soul. That's what I do. It's what I love. And, y'all, I made these filet mignon steaks the other day from Ingles, wrap them up in bacon, uh, reverse sear, which is a little tricky with uh, w- with a filet because it's so thick. You know, it takes a little longer than a normal ribeye but they were so good. They were so killer. I put it on the Instagram. I hope you guys saw it. It was so good. Just a little reminder that Ingles has what you need in the meat department. Uh, But before we get, again, KG, to this interview, I want to talk BC because you and I have thoughts. These guys started bad, okay? And then there was a nice little middle, not so great end, but it finished in the bowl game really well.
1: Well, just with game one, right, you lose in overtime to Northern Illinois and you're thinking, oh, gosh, like – you're thinking probably three and nine. I think that's what most people were thinking. Now they started Emmett Moorhead, benched him in that game, put in Thomas Castellanos. So you saw a little bit of a glimpse of like, first of all, why did this guy start in the first place? And then Tuami, Tuami C gets the nod and they, but they still only barely beat Holy Cross. So again, I'm thinking three and nine. And then the Florida (laughs) state game where Tommy Castellanos could do what Thomas, excuse me, Thomas Castellanos really could do whatever he wanted. And let's be honest, guys. BC should have beaten Florida State. I mean, Florida State got sure. lucky in that game, yeah. and then you end up going to a bowl game. And, and Mac, you want to talk a bit more about how they had a crazy five game winning streak and then you know mess it up a little bit. <laughs> but beat <laughs> SMU, a team that I know yeah. they had lost their coach and things like, or not, no, not Brett Lashley, but they had lost some guys. Their starting quarterback, excuse me. Yeah. And yeah. so you thought maybe they were gonna, they weren't gonna be able to do it. I said BC was going to cover in that game, and I thought that was an impressive <laughs> win. So. A se- a roller coaster, Mac. I would say this season was yeah. truly a roller coaster for BC.
0: It that's a, the best way to describe yeah. it, honestly. And, and and again, I just look at that start and and you know, we see this guy running around back there, like who is this?
1: Who is this, know, who is Kyla this guy that Kyler Murray looking boy? Yeah, who's this
0: who's this little <laughs> guy? <laughs> little Kyler Murray, uh number one with the swag. Yeah. And uh, you know, I liked it and I thought it was cool and then you know, it was a little too much. You know, the Holy Cross, like we're losing. He ducks out of bounds and screaming, I'm him yeah. and his helmet off. And I'm just like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> what, is like, what is happening? This is not good. And uh, he 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 dialed it back. Did not lose any of the swagger, but it was right. more of, you know, understanding I think the position of being the guy, not putting your team in jeopardy, trying to get a silly penalty, anything like that. And I mean, he was electric with his legs, with his arm, has a rocket launcher Ooh. of an arm. I mean, that guy can make some crazy throws and you know, it, it was really fun to see that because there was, like you said, that five-game stretch where he's just going nuts. I mean, I'm looking at the stats over here. Went over 100 yard a handful of time. Robichaux comes out of nowhere. Uh, another guy. So you're looking at that tandem in the backfield that we potentially, you know, hope we will continue to see as, as we get into 24 here in the fall. But it, it was exciting. And uh, there was a point in time uh, where I'm sitting here thinking these guys might not lose right. again the rest of the season because that's how special. A guy like Kyler Murray is, aka Tommy. <laughs> I was gonna say. I
1: was gonna say. Did you mean to do
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so he, he's a special dude, and, and he can really, you know, just make things happen. And and you know, then that three game losing yeah. streak, and you know, Virginia Tech, th- they were obviously peaking at the right time hot. too. I mean, I thought that that was going to be a crazy good game. VT really flexed their muscles. Said, no sir, not today. Pittsburgh again, another mm. t- just a, a struggling team. I mean, Pittsburgh was bad this year they they just were not good could not figure it out I thought BC was going to go nuts but at Pitt a house of horrors for some teams this year aka Louisville aka Boston College could not get it done and then Miami day after Thanksgiving on a Friday comes up to BC I'm thinking they're not interested they're not winning a lot of games right now no way they win that game and they Mm fumble so it was a really weird roller coaster where it just Started rocky, started low, just absolute peak. We're feeling great. Screeching halt, and then the bowl game. I thought these guys were going to get dismantled. I thought it was not even going to be fun, and they said, no, sir. Let me show you about Tommy Castellanos again. 156 yards. It was nuts to see that, and and just an impressive performance. One more thing that I do want to get into, KG, but before we get to our guy, Will, and and a message from Ingles. What were your thoughts about Coach Halfley leaving? Because he's my guy. Listen, I, I love him personally. Shot him a attacks, all these different things, but what what were your thoughts on the timing, mm, yeah. how, why, when, uh, kind of all of that?
1: Well, it was really surprising, I thought, mainly because of the timing, not necessarily the fact that he went back to the nFL because he is i know he's at Ohio State as well, but he's had a lot of experience in the nFL, and his personality getting to know him a little bit, I think he fits well in the NFL, but he's also a great recruiter and and that he did have that going for him, too, but Whenever we talked with Jeff Halfley, I talked to him in person when we were at Amelia Island that one time and thought he was a great guy. So just always really liked Jeff Halfley. But mm-hmm. I could see, A, you're at, and I know Will's going to get into this too with BC and their NIL collective and things that they're doing. But I think it is tougher in general for some of these schools like a BC, um, sure. other you know, really good private school institutions to get behind nil and be able to fully embrace that so i think that's something he didn't necessarily want to do and then he was also dealing with guys getting poached he was having to re-recruit guys all the time zay flowers we talked to him about it we talked to zay about it Mm -hmm. zay flowers is a Mm -hmm. unique individual where he didn't want to leave and he stayed at bc got his degree and now of course is thriving in the nfl christian mahogany another guy that was trying that was being poached by other players so there are other schools so if you're a head coach And you have to think, okay, I'm going to develop this guy. And in two years, I'm going to have to fight tooth and nail to keep him. I wouldn't want to be in that business either. I completely understand that. There are some people also saying that maybe Jeff Halfley saw the writing on the wall, that he might not get extended after next year and just decided to move on. If so, good for him and good for BC because there's no buyout to pay or anything like that. So that's good. (laughs) But I do, I don't love the timing. And I wonder what changed for Halfley between... December and now and if he was going and I, what really changed was that Green Bay had an opening I'm sure but um, I don't love leaving BC in this situation in February where one set one uh, portal cycle is already closed but overall I get it from Halfley and I think at a place like BC it's got to be frustrating because you feel like you have constantly watching your back to see yeah. who's yeah. trying to poach your players
0: yeah, yeah. And I, I think all that's really good, KG. I think it's it's a great way to think of it. And, you know, to me it's it's we're in a really weird time right now yeah. in college football. And and we have to understand that, you know, all this NIL with no rules or no, you know, national rules that everyone has to pay, you know, the, the, the same, you know, kind of attention to detail to the transfer portal, re recruiting and recruiting your guys. And as you said, dealing with tampering. There's yeah, no that too. There's no punishment. I mean, we sit there and say it and everybody screams it and there's, there's no punishment you know, for it in, in any shape or form. Uh, we're losing some really talented people yeah. in college football. We just lost from Pitt Charlie Partridge, one of the best defensive line coaches in the country. He's going to the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm pretty sure similar reasons that he's just, he's, he wants to play. He, he wants just to wants football, to coach football. Okay? Yeah, exactly. That's what he wants to do. And uh, it's getting more and more difficult. And I think we continue to lose people. Now, listen, the the, the overall product, I'm sure, will be fine. I mean, it, it's still, you know, the second best thing in, in the United States where people want to be a part of and, and this and that. But you're losing a little bit of quality. Yeah. So it's going to be fascinating there. I'm with you on timing. I, I think that it, it, I can't imagine how hard that decision was because – That staff's probably getting fired, and those guys Mm. are not going to have jobs in February now, and there's nowhere to go, and and that's going to be interesting. Uh, The transfer portal piece, the recruiting—think of those kids that committed to him, just signed, just signed. Uh, Tough, tough timing. Brutal Uh, business. The the portal opens though when you move. When a coach moves, the portal opens for you. uh, So guys could leave. How many slots are
1: open elsewhere for these guys? Exactly, because they've all really been filled.
0: Right. Yeah. It is a very tough situation. Oh, spring ball starts in five months. Right. <laughs> you know, have fun. Figure it out. So we'll see. They they need to hurry up with this coaching search, need to lock it down and get that done. Uh, but without further ado, we've we've rambled enough. Let's speculate on College. this. Coach. We gotta get to our guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We gotta get to our guy. And maybe the guy talking might be. Ooh, we'll see. Maybe. maybe he's a coach. Uh, but here's here's our interview with Will Blackman. Unbelievable. So much fun to have Will uh join us here. Here we go. It's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Will Blackman, my brother, great to see you. Uh, BC News is everywhere I look, so we had to bring you on, man. How you doing? You're super busy. It's Super Bowl week. You're getting after it. You're all over the place.
2: No, it's I'm good, man. First of all, it's good to see you. Uh, I think I, we saw each other in Seattle last.
0: We did. I had to travel across the country to come hang out with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, man, I'm high, I'm high maintenance. You know, that's how it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, all is good. It's been nuts. I know. Um, I just, speaking of college, I was just at the Senior Bowl uh, mm-hmm. all week. Uh, I was there uh, being a group mentor, group leader for the American defensive backs and uh, speaking of BC, I had Elijah Jones with me um, a yeah. whole week, so that was really cool to be around him. And then uh, getting to see all the coaches—it's—it's it's so funny, man. Just we hear it all the time, and I'm sure it's like that for you, Kelly, in basketball. It's like how small the the world is. And I mean, at, I, at one point, I just saw everyone like from the Green Bay front office, like they're all spread out now, and just seeing mm. all these people come full circle. Uh, and, it, and it was really, really cool. It was cool to be there. It was cool to uh, help these boys. I played in the Senior Bowl in 2006. So it was really cool to uh, go back to Mobile and and help those boys out. So yeah, all is good. Super Bowl is coming up, you know, with the wine MVP. We got events uh, sure. happening out there. And so gearing up for that. And then as you, you know, we're going to get into it, but just not just in college, but the NFL world, all the hiring it's, this is it's yeah.
0: just nuts. It's weird. It's weird. Well, let, let's kind of just start there, man, because I I, I want your opinion on this because obviously you played at a high level NFL college. You, you just mentioned the senior ball, these different things. And the game has changed a lot. And and we all didn't play that long ago, but it feels like it's dramatically different. Is this year been a little different to you that we're seeing this, this shuffling? I mean, legendary coaches stepping away, uh, moving on, all these different things. Does it feel different? you know to you in yeah. kind of this coaching cycle. I mean, it's I'm a I'm a bit on the
2: fence. I'm a traditionalist but also I like how I like to evolve. And I think in any field whatever business whatever it's hard to find that happy medium where we can do that because um like it it is become a more of a business now, you know. Um just I think like, when I got my scholarship offers, I was like, man, this is exciting. Like, this is super cool. And then now, talking to some of these coaches, you know, they have to recruit a kid twice. You know, it's like, okay, the kid committed. Great. Got him on campus. Now the kid's like, all right, let's negotiate. <laughs> He's like, oh, like, well, this, this is crazy. crazy. I know, like, we, we have you here. And so, I'm, I'm all for, you know, like I said, the the NIL, the kids getting you know paid and what have you, because you should be. I mean, gosh, like being in college, it was crazy that I am, you know, at one point, guys, I'm playing damn near 100 snaps a game because I play both ways. I play offense, defense, and mm-hmm. special teams, and I was getting ran through the mud. And then, you know, come to f- 6 o'clock, I ran out of money on my meal card. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm all for that because it basically is an amateur sport. Um, so I don't know, there's something in there, but it is tough to, um, you know, it's hard to root for your conference when everyone's changing. It's, it's hard to keep track of a player and, and have them get groomed through their college when they can go to four different schools. Um, so yeah, I, I see a lot of legendary coaches where they're like, man, I am not trying to like, like do this again. You know, it's, it's kind of like when my grandma, she finally got a, an iPhone, She's like, all right, no, you know, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to finally sit down and learn this damn thing because I'm over this landline. You know, what I mean? like, it's, let, let me let me let me catch up to the crowd so I can communicate with my grandkids across the country. So but some people are just like, man, you know, when I don't know, like I'm just trying to give an example. But if I'm, you know, Coach Saban at Alabama and, you know, getting offered by Alabama should be enough. Mm, you know, right, yeah. but if I'm exactly. if I'm competing with the kid who's like, hey, you know, Alito might give me two hundred grand, you know, what's up? <laughs> it's like, well, like it's again, crazy. like what what are we doing here? So yeah. yeah. Uh it's 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 weird, man, but like anything you 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 have to you have to evolve because that's just what it is now. And and those who are willing to are the ones that will succeed.
1: For sure. Yeah, well said. Well, and I think you know, the NIL piece, we all agree NIL in in its definition is a good thing. I think the transfer portal transfer portal piece where you can transfer without penalty is is really what's made this a Wild West in many respects. So let's talk about Jeff Hafley as a BC alum and a guy who's who knows that program well. It was a bit of a shocker just because of the timing to have it in February. It puts BC in a tough spot for sure. But I do understand wanting to go to the NFL where you don't have to recruit. You don't have to re-recruit a guy, as you're talking about. You don't have to deal with the portal. What was your reaction, someone who knows the NFL and and BC so well, what was your reaction to all that with Jeff Haffley leaving?
2: Yeah, no, it's interesting because I actually, I'm pretty close with Jeff. And Mm -hmm. um, in recent years, I have gotten closer to BC. I will say our our school in prior years has not done a good job in terms of connecting with alumni. I mean, we have guys everywhere, especially in media, like we're all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And in the coaching world. So but when when Martin uh, Jarman brought in Jeff, Jeff, like knew like this is how we do it. We did it how to stay. So he did a incredible job of trying to include us more and keep us involved. And uh, we gave we give him the utmost support. And even just recently, just, you know, talking with trying to get players and all these things like that. That's and his he is truly genuine, but it was almost like I can I can tell just from the outside in, not speaking to him directly, but just from the outside. Just how challenging all this was becoming, because it's like just watching this year. I'm like, damn, Tommy is killing it. Is he going to be here next year? You right. Know, it's, yeah, and like that's that's the scary part about it is like, man, we we got guys and we wanted to be so to, to succeed, but at the same time, it's like, all right, now though, <laughs> like slow down a little bit because we want to hold all on right. to them, especially when you're hearing just how much these kids are getting from these other schools and who were competing. You're not competing on the field anymore. You're compete. you're competing in the, in the bank vault. Like that's where you're competing at. So again, a, another situation where it's like, man, I don't know if I'm him. I don't know how long this is going to last. And instead of getting fired, if I have an opportunity, then I don't want to make this thing crazy. Sometimes Sometimes quick and easy is the best way to do it versus a slow death. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, uh, yeah, I, I was – it's funny. I was in the dining room at uh, the Senior Bowl, and Elijah Jones looks at me. We both go <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs>
1: like we
2: both – it was crazy. It caught us both off guard. But um, putting myself in his shoes, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So um, – But, yeah, now it's funny because now as soon as that happened, my phone was going nuts because we have a a big, you know, a tight alumni base. So just my phone was going off, talking to each other, and then I'm in this – I hope you all hear this. I'm in an annoying email chain, (laughs) BC alumni guys. Like, stop emailing the chain. Like, enough. Enough, okay? Some guy guy said – Coach Coughlin. Like, are you kidding me? Like Coach <laughs> Coughlin to come back here. You we just talked about legendary coaches not wanting to do this anymore. He there's no way around know. no. to Br- Yeah, Tom O'Brien is, is over is climbing mountains in Yosemite. Like Tom O'Brien's not coming back. He's in <laughs> Europe skiing. Like I talked to him once in a while. Like it's not <laughs> happening. So oh man, it's 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 interesting. It's fun though. It's fun but it's interesting.
1: Well, well, let's talk about one of those names that's been in the discussion. And we're recording this on Monday. We'll release it on Wednesday. Knowing our luck, something's going to happen officially in between then,
0: <laughs> right. of course. As soon as we hang up. As soon as we but hang we up. But we are here. seeing
1: <laughs> right. a lot of reports that Bill O'Brien is going to be the guy at Boston College. I know there were a bunch of names thrown out there. I think BC is still an attractive job when you're looking at a guy like Bill O'Brien possibly coming in. So, what what do you make of of that? Right now, it's more rumors, but what do you make of that potential hire?
2: Yeah, BC is is a great job. I mean, just market and competition alone, you know, it's it's outstanding. But yeah, I mean, when I when the job first opened up, you know, my initial thoughts, I, was, I thought Al Washington, you know, and. Sure, I could have a little bias with the same class. We play together. We were roommates in college. But, you know, I feel like he – I think a lot of people thought that, though. Like, it, I saw it all over my TL. That was the name
0: yeah, that I kept and, seeing over and over. Yeah,
2: and I think it – and obviously it helps that he went right into coaching and went to some big programs, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, and now at Notre Dame. And and I thought that initially. Now I know the pull, The pushback was, okay, well, we just hired a coach with no head coaching experience. Um. And so they're like, if we miss again, at least let it be a guy who had head coaching experience. Hmm. Um, and then you know who who knows who was going to be on his staff. That's a big that's a big deal. Obviously, when you're trying to hire a coach, like who are you bringing with you? Um, so his name, your boy Mike Reed, was floating around. Um, yeah, of course. And and so yeah, I think if there is someone who is beyond qualified, it is it is Bill O'Brien. He's um, he's from, he's from jo- Dorchester uh Massachusetts <laughs> and he went to Brown and I'm from Providence so you know he's a Brown University guy and then obviously we know his his coaching pedigree so and somebody again I think is what we talked about in the beginning is the balance of both like the traditionalist like understands that part but also is well versed in the you know how football is today so mm-hmm. I think just him alone uh would be great now I I will say Building his staff with some BC ties, like me, I would like if I'm him, I honestly I would bring Al. I would bring Al because Al right. he, he knows how to get kids, he knows how to recruit. That is his strong suit. That's why he keeps going to big programs. And I would bring somebody like him in there. But I I think overall, you know, he would be uh, a, a great choice uh, to to come in and hold it down for BC.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you. And I think it's it's interesting just to see, obviously the ties, you know, to the Northeast and, and Massachusetts specifically uh but all that experience i mean having been an nfl head coach having been with with the patriots having been you know with uh, you know alabama and yeah. doing his thing that's exciting you know right. to bring that pedigree and and it's something that i think bc fans should be excited about yeah i think so too cuz again
2: um if you're trying to check boxes i mean he every single box i mean there's i mean you look at his resume there's you can't really find a willing coach that's more experienced uh than that i mean even you know even the one year he he was at Penn state yeah. you know we'll we'll, we'll factor that it in too um and then right he was he spent immense amount of time with two of the greatest coaches ever right in, in Saban and and <laughs> Belichick. you know what i'm saying so no i i think it's great i think um I, it's something just i think it's something overall that just boston college needs um i feel like we've been um hurting and ever since uh, we fired Jeff Jackozinski, you know, because uh, he came in and just shot us to the top. We were number two for a little bit, and um, and then I, I know it went down with him and 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 Gene in terms of if he interviews, he's gonna get fired. So we interviewed for a job and got fired, and that was that was yeah, that was a bummer, you know. And then we went through it, you know. Coach Bass took over, and then Dazio took over, and and I love what Dazio tried to do, you know. He he brought some tradition in there, and, and obviously that, you know, that was limiting too. And then we were hoping, I, I swear, if this NIL thing did not happen, Halfley would have crushed Interesting. it. Interesting. Like, right. there there's, there's no question thousand percent. about it. There's no question about it. Because, you know, I know the talks were, you know, Halfley doesn't have head coaching experience. That's what kind of ran its course. And I'm like, no, what ran its course is he's, he's struggling to, you're already behind the eight ball recruiting at Boston College because you're going against all these schools in the ACC these kids ain't trying to come to the cold. Um and so and so you need just everyone um all hands on deck. And if you don't have all hands on deck physically and financially, mm-hmm. it's it's a beast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I because we we were trending in the right direction. Sure. Um even just him last year fighting his tail off to keep Zay because Zay, yeah. trust me, right. everybody yeah. Oh yeah was harassing. I mean, it was like the Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor whatever. Yeah, the Bachelor to get, and I never, I, even watched <laughs> <laughs> I <just> don't watch <laughs> Bachelor. Anyway, it, it was won. like that trying to get Zay Joe. Yeah, for real, you know, courting him. There you go, trying yep. to court Zay, like yeah. Bachelor, and um, it and it w- was able to do that. So, oh man, I just again. All hands. I mean, actually, another thing I'd throw out there in the building that would be a great help too is Chris Knee. Chris Knee's there on staff helping out offensive line. So just guys like Al and Chris Knee alone would, would just be phenomenal to mm-hmm. join Bill O'Brien if he is yeah. the choice. And then, of course, everyone's throwing my name out there. And I'm like, look. Come on. Look, would you do? Break it? some news. Will, break, break some you do news it on today. the pod. Break some news. <laughs> there's, no, there's no news to break. <laughs> Listen, I learned, I learned as an entrepreneur, I will always have a conversation. Yeah. That's always how call. I will always listen because you never know. You never know. Good
1: point. Um, well, big picture question here about BC, because I think some of these schools are in unique situations with NIL when you think of smaller, private, um, really good educational institutions like a BC, right? So they need to embrace NIL to compete. I think we all understand that. How does BC in, in its unique position embrace NIL? Like, What are the keys for BC in that area?
2: Yeah, I will tell you this. We have wholeheartedly embraced NIL. Um, And again, it's due to the university alone um, cultivating and and mending those relationships with our alumni base. Yeah. I mean, we our alumni base is insane. That was one of the appealing things why I went to BC. Yes, the, the academics, the all that stuff. It's so funny speaking of academics. Like, I went there, and um, I was the typical recruit out of high school. Like, I want the balance of both academics and athletics. You know, I want to do this. And I go to BC, and I end up majoring in English, which is the dumbest thing I ever did. <laughs> uh, because it's <laughs> – I say that because – like, football is hard enough, no, let alone I got I to gotta read, you know, Wuthering Heights and stuff like this right. and, and all these nu- – and listen to Yates and Shakespeare. Like, that was a beast, you know. I remember one time I had to – I asked my English professor if I can have an extension on my paper because I'm like, look, I got to cur- cu- cover this guy named Larry Fitzgerald who's about to win the Blitnikoff. <laughs> He's all right. Like, He's pretty is good. there no way I can get an extension. But then halfway through my college career, I'm like, look, actually – when I saw my name in, like, Sporting News magazine, I was, I was on the cover, and I was like, okay, I major in football, guys. Like, this is That's what right. I'm doing. That's right. Um, but, but I will say BC has wholeheartedly embraced it. It's a matter of co- mending those relationships because the, the network is yeah. huge. I mean, the, the guys who founded Drizzly are from BC. <laughs> I mean, it's like there are so many guys. Like, it's, it's crazy. And um, they have embraced it. Again, it's just tough. It's just tough because you have to continue, and I would say that with the collective, they're they're doing a, um, a a great job in terms of like you know hitting the streets and trying mm-hmm. to help help out and, and really support these kids, and I and I think it's necessary and it's good. So no, they're doing it. But BC is by no means uh, I don't want to say BC, but collective outside are by no means stubborn trying to do this, right. but I think BC alone needs to do a better job of just mending those relationships.
0: And, and that's, that's the name of the game, man. we got to be friends if I'm giving you money. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's, a, that's something that they'll have to figure out, and I'm, I'm sure they will. Uh, well, we're very grateful for your time. Before I get you out of here, i got to talk about my boy Tommy Castellanos. All right, that bad boy playing quarterback. You mentioned him already. Uh, he emerged on the scene so fast. Mm-hmm. What's his ceiling? Because, again, you, you've been at the highest level, man. You've seen it. You know what it looks like. Where can that young man get, and what does it take to get there? I mean, he's first of all. He I haven't seen.
2: Actually, I take that back because last year Zay had Im- immense amount of swagger, and I think I haven't seen that type of confidence and swagger at the qu- quarterback position since since Matt Ryan. You know, even before my Matt Ryan, you're not going to believe this, but we had a quarterback by the name of Paul Peterson. You know, um, and he w- he came he came from Utah. <laughs> it was funny because we we brought him in and. Uh, I I never, you know, I never played with a guy who, was, who had a family, <laughs> you know, in college. <laughs> and, this dude and, has but two was, kids
0: walking around. And oh walking yeah, around and and like, you you I know.
2: Like some days in training can't be stayed with us. Some days he went home. Yeah. Like Coach O'Brien <laughs> was real respectful to that. That's and cool. um, yeah, just just his immense amount of confidence. And when you see when you see what he does, you can see like you know flashes of what Caleb Williams is doing out west. You know you see that ability, and the thing for him is just again like like anyone who's who's playing a, a core position, just consistency for him as a coach you know someone who can who can be there and and, and be consistent is hard you know he's on his third change initially, you know right you know coming from from Florida of such Florida and then coming here um and now halfway leaving then whoever's gonna come in but just overall, just his ability is is off the charts. And there are times where, yes, if he is not in the game, we are not winning. We have zero <laughs> chance, you know. And I look at, like, his effect as a quarterback. So I looked at ability in terms of, like, Caleb Williams, but his effect is like a, like a Josh Allen. Mm. Like, if Josh Allen is cooking, mm. oh, yeah, we got a chance. But then if Josh Allen is turning yeah. the ball over, it's that's like, great, oh, it's scary. It's scary, but we still have a chance, right. you know, because you never know. So you'll see, like, Josh might stand up upright and literally hand the ball to somebody. You're like, oh, my gosh, Josh. And then he'll come back through an 80-yard bomb, and that's the same thing with, like, with uh, Tommy. So yeah, uh, I, I think for him, that's why I was nervous. Like, gosh, is he, is, are we going to keep him? You know, right.
0: so. So, so can sure. can a guy get coached out of that, though? Like, or is that just you got to accept it? Like, that, that, that's his game you know he he's gonna be all over the place and and you're gonna see those crazy explosives, but there might be some head scratching things too
2: yeah no a, a guy doesn't get coached out of it i think what you what he does he just understands the game mm. more you know i will say for me, I came into the n f l high i q guy like i knew football, i played both sides of the ball but i i had a high i q but what i what i didn't have i didn't have the the situational football education like i didn't I didn't understand to to the professional level of okay let me do this let me let me okay let me just do this here as a quarterback example would be like all right yeah this this might be here but you know it's first and 10 let me let me take a profit you know what i'm saying all right let me set back if it's manned immediately all right if it's manned then you know sure let me go run let me uh it's it's third and 2 you know i'm not going to try to force a 15 yard seven cut you know, the ball there, like, there's there's no need. So sometimes I think it's just more of, like, maturity. Like, still Mm -hmm. play how you play because that's why you are who you are. But it's the maturity part, which I think will help in terms of him understanding just the grand scheme of things. Like, you know what? Sure, I may be able to do this, but but maybe it's not necessary because I'm just trying to win.
0: Right. Right. And, And I think that's a piece of it, too. You talk about, you know, maturing. Winning is hard. And at the end of the day, as the quarterback specifically, win the game. Like that's your job, Period. you know. Make plays. Yeah. Don't lose the game. Win the game for your team.
2: Just win. That's it. Al Davis, right? Just win, baby. That's
0: right. That's right. Well, hey, Will, <laughs> this was awesome, man. I'm grateful for your time. I'm excited that you're going to be doing stuff at the Super Bowl. Get after it, brother. And uh, we'll we'll see where this BC journey ends. But I have a feeling uh, we we kind of know that oh Bob is going to be back in uh, back in Mass. That'd be great, man. We are BC.
1: Thanks again to Will Blackman for joining us. Follow him on Twitter at Will Blackman. He also has a business called The Wine MVP that uh, I'm about to look into. (laughs) Come on. Let me just put it that way, Mac. (laughs) I'm about to look into that. Uh, But something we also should just reiterate, no matter who the head coach is, and of course we're speculating a lot about Bill O'Brien and talk to Will about Bill O'Brien, Thomas Castellanos said he was staying. He put that out on social media. He said, I'm staying. So that is great news for BC. And- they have some issues to work through, right? I think offensive line with yeah. Mahogany moving on, skilled players on the outside, defense. They really gave up a bunch of rushing yards in those three losses that we talked about. Yeah. But if you have Castellanos and you have a dynamic guy at quarterback, then you could build from there, and and that's a good sign for BC.
0: No, you're feeling really good. And I think it. what's important about what you said with, with Castellanos there is – A lot of people might be listening to this, might hear that, might see that and say, oh, he's already transferred. He can't transfer again without sitting out. That's not the case. Right now, there's a court, you know, junction, appeal, whatever in in process that basically said it's free reign until we have another, you know, meeting, whatever it's called, uh, where where they can readdress it. Uh, So right now it's free reign. You can transfer as many times as you want up until uh, that, that court hearing happens again. I guess it's another appeal, whatever it is. So we're in weird times right now, everybody. Buckle up, hold on, and uh, you know, just kind of look around and, and see who's there, who's not, and, and we'll all figure it out. But huge shout-out to Will Blackman. Again, BC Eagles, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We'll see who your coach is. Hopefully, I'm about to hit stop recording here. I'm sure breaking news is coming through, and we'll address it on another episode. But appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We need to do, do us a favor, though. Go over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, jump in here, leave some comments. If you have a coach or if you have any intel – Uh, that you want to see at Boston College, let us know here, but it might already be done. So who knows? Uh, But appreciate you guys. And of course, the OGs over on Apple Podcasts as well. Rate, review, subscribe. We greatly appreciate that. But until next time, we'll see y'all.